Hello, I'm Alan Davis. You're listening to the Tuesday Club. This is an Arsenal podcast. I've got Ian Stone with me this afternoon. How are you, Ian? Afternoon, Alan. I'm doing all right. Thank you, mate. I'm doing all right. Looking forward to the summer. Yeah, <laughs> I no, am. No tournament football. To no tournament football. Tennis, cricket, summer sports, bowls. Proper game. <laughs> <laughs> something else something okay. else it's been a bit tough the last few months and I've been feeling like I, I'm enough now yeah. I don't want any more football do you know what I wish I wish it was the Olympics <laughs> it's actually not I a bad want, show I want them now yeah, and, uh, and with Ian today uh, no one absolutely no one <laughs> we uh, lost a few we <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Keith Dover, El Presidente. Pundit uh, of the Year. Pundit of the Year on the EPL Talk. What is it? I, don't know, I still don't know what this website is, but anyway. We won three awards. We won the treble. We won we the treble. Say. We have won the treble. Yeah. We've had presenter, pundit, and the, and the big one, uh, club podcast club of the year. Club podcast of the year. And uh, Keith has, has, has pundit of the year, in yeah. which he beat... Uh, Proper journalists from national newspapers. He did by badgering everyone <laughs> for by a month, going on Facebook every day. Don't forget to vote. Vote. Don't vote. For me. To vote. Vote. You can vote again. I found a way round. <laughs> <laughs> Assume a false name. Vote again. First show after he's won the award doesn't turn he's up. He's not here. His van's not working. I'll read you the text I've had about half an hour ago, <laughs> listener from uh, El Presidente. This is a, this is an El. <laughs> there were a number of uh, texts, weren't there? Uh, sorry, mate. Cannot make it. Have a good one. Thank the people who voted for us. It sounds like. He's, he's going to kill himself. <laughs> it has been uh, a tough first, first, end to the season, hasn't it? The first sign of trouble came this morning. Might not be able to make podcast trouble with Van. Will my best to make it if I can. All right. We know exactly. We uh, sort of uh, know uh, what he I, means. Sort of, I think I know what he means. He was Does he drive down here, by the way? slightly Yoda element to his text. Um, <laughs> Does he drive down here? He doesn't van, drive down here. my best to make it if I can. Uh, no, he doesn't drive here. So right. the, the van's largely irrelevant. The van, he just needs the van to be sitting so, there working. As ever, I've got no idea what's actually going on. All right. Uh, well, I don't know where he is, uh, but he's not here. Tayo, equally, I have no idea. Um, it says he didn't get the email. He's but, not in the van with uh, Keith, uh, is he? He might be. Um, <laughs> I mean, he did get the email, but he's obviously forgotten it. Who knows? Uh, so... Um, no time to get a stand in. It's just you and me, mate. But Silent Chris has got a microphone. Uh, hello, Silent Chris. <laughs> he's, he's, he's nodding. nodding. He's nodding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, first thing I wanted to say this week was I met David Seaman, who came to a recording of QI. Right. And uh, he, he's a big fan of the show. Has his ponytail gone, by the way? Uh, his ponytail has gone. Yeah. yeah. He's still he's still wearing quite a tight-fitting black T-shirt. <laughs> a little bit Ricky Gervais, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you've worn your son's shirt. Has he got the tash still, by the way? No, I mean, he did have the tash. No tash, no pony. No tash. tash. He looked pretty trim. Yeah. Had a very tiny girl with him. It was his uh, new girlfriend. Right. Well, it may not be new. I don't know how, how long she's been on the scene. She might not have been that tiny. Uh, he is was, massive. He is enormous. Yeah. He's, he's a big is, fella. He is a big fella. He's yeah. as big as Stephen Fry. That's how big he is. Yeah. And uh, not quite as heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you met so I asked him a lot of questions right. uh, about, uh, Arsenal, about goalkeepers. Arsenal goalkeepers. Really, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I asked him if there's any transfer gossip, and he said he didn't have any. He said he did confirm that we tried to get Pepe Reina last summer before the season started. Um, we didn't. Um, he thought it was a money thing. Uh, Liverpool. A fee or a we, oh, fee? I think a fee, yeah. Right. Uh, but we didn't liked... pay enough for a player. Well, no. there's a thing. We rang up about one of the top players <laughs> in his position in European football and came away going, hmm, not paying that. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we need him. Can you imagine going to Arsenal to Harrods? <laughs> oh, this oh. shop's brilliant. <laughs> it's full of all the top of the range stuff. Let's go. I'm not paying that for that. Let's go to Primark. <laughs> you could get something that looks like that, but isn't actually that. 
It doesn't last as long. Uh, he told me that um, he told me some quite amusing things. Uh, he told me some things that I probably shouldn't repeat. But You're going to repeat them anyway. <laughs> he told me, well, he told me this funny about about Fabianski. He says Arson is big on stats in the gym, right? All right. So Fabianski, for example, this is the example he gave me, has got the highest standing jump of any keeper that they've ever measured. In the gym, <laughs> really, and so that he can jump higher. He can jump higher from a standing position. It's a pity it's no longer an Olympic sport because Poland, it sounds like, would be a shoe in. <laughs> what about jumping sideways? He can and- jump higher. How this helps him when he's at Wembley in a cup semi final, Didier Drogba is clean through one on one. Does he? <laughs> is, 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 that, is that the moment where he should jump straight up in the air? <laughs> Did Didier be amazed? Okay. Wow. <laughs> Drogba will turn around and go, Look at this. Does he speak like that, Drogba? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, was, I was in the room with him. Go on. <laughs> yeah. So Drogba is just completely stunned Mon by Dieu. the... By Monsieur. See the pole. <laughs> Look at him jump. Look at the jumping pole. So... <laughs> At which time, one of our dopey defenders will amble back and, and kick it in their own net, possibly, yeah. but maybe clear it. So he's got a very high standing jump. Okay, well that's uh, uh, I said, useful. does that help you when you're playing away from home at Anfield and it's four three up in the last minute mm. and you really need to keep him out? Does that help you organise a defence? How does that help? What was Seaman's standing jump like, incidentally? I didn't you, ask. you didn't ask him? I, didn't, that, I imagine I didn't that would ask. be out off the scale, I, I imagine. It, it maybe it was, or maybe given the fact that he it maybe maybe Fabianski would have kept that one out from Naeem. Maybe that would have been <laughs> Ronaldinho. All that, all that. We'd have won the World Cup in Japan. We'd have won, the, won the Cup Winners' Cup. <laughs> the whole horse of football history if would have been Seaman changed. Had a decent standing See if jump. He could jump up. Why do you think Wenger thinks a standing jump is so important? <laughs> you big Yorkshire muffin. <laughs> it's all very well being tall and standing there and but, saving but shots. Better having a standing jump than being rooted to the turf. Anyway, what about Mooney? He must have quite a high standing jump. Who knows? When he does jump, I hope he's on the line so he hits his head on the bar. <laughs> Under a bus is what I was going to say, but okay. <laughs> uh, he also told me that um, I said I said to him, I feel a bit bad for Aaron Ramsey because he turned out Man United and uh, and he's come to a club that don't really look like they're going to win anything any time this century. Yeah. <laughs> they finished the season. Aaron's right? got time. Should I said to him, do you th- what do you think about that turning down Man United? Because I also said, I don't, I'm don't. i not convinced that Ryan Shawcross would have made that tackle that he made against Man United. I think it's the sort of tackle that happens against Arsenal. Arsenal have had um, nine straight reds against them this season. Higher than any other team in the Premier League. We have also got the second highest number of red cards. Oh yeah, we get a few set We get a few ourselves. We get yeah. a few yeah. Retaliation. But usually two stupid yellows just out of idiocy yeah. isn't it really <laughs> we get set off for being stupid <laughs> we'll not, come to not that not for being violent um, so I, yeah I did sort of say I did say that do you think that might have happened? he said I don't know possibly I don't know but um, he did then tell me that he turned down Man United in the summer of 1990 David Seaman um, Alex Ferguson got in touch with him and didn't do the deal straight away said we want you got to sort things out with the keepers do you remember the 1990 Cup final when they played Crystal Palace in a three-all draw? It's one of the best Cup finals in living memory. Right, he scored a couple Wright's of goals. Right, came off the bench and scored twice. Yeah. And 
we signed him a few months later because we thought he was that good. He was a fantastic. And uh, and uh, Jim Layton was in goal and he dropped him for the replay and played Les Seeley. Do you remember that? That's who they used to have in goal for him. Do you remember? Yeah. Jim Layton and, and Les Seeley. And, uh, and Les Seeley, and they won the replay against Palace and Les Seeley supposedly gave Layton his medal because um, he felt bad about having the old bandy leg. And then Layton came and played for Arsenal. Do you remember that? Vaguely, yeah. did he? Yeah, he turned up. He was there for a bit. Right. Okay. But we were lacking. Essentially, anyway, both teams were lacking goalkeepers. Absolutely digressing. Yeah. And anyway, then uh, George Graham came in and said, uh, "Well, they got a call from QPR, Seaman, saying Arsenal, have, we've agreed a fee, and there's a contract waiting for you if you want to go and sign it." And he decided Basically, to come down to London. That's what they say. Well, he was. A, he was. A, yeah, he was a QPR, wasn't he? That's so. What, that's what they say to you when they say, "Please go." <laughs> Arsenal have offered us a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of money, <laughs> and it'd be useful. Yeah, the contract's there if you'd like to sign it. Yeah. And, and so, so he did. Seaman could have played for Man United, yeah. but then we might have had Schmeichel instead. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we'd have probably sit, stuck with Lukic. <laughs> yeah, John, he was only forty-one uh, at the time. Behind that back four, we'd have won the league the following year anyway. Yeah, but there were a number of uh, seasons after that where we did pretty well. I did, I did blow smoke up his ass by talking about uh, White Hart Lane in the nineteen ninety-one season. Four one-on-ones with Lineker and him link, uh, four, him winking. Four one-on-one. Yeah, it's fantastic. Lineker yeah. was the best striker around, right? Yeah. Which is annoying because he played for Tottenham. Yeah. And uh, he was were, a finisher, always he, on target. Oh, lethal! Yeah. <laughs> so and when he was through, it was a goal, right? When he was Lineker through, it was a goal, and it happened so quickly you couldn't do anything about it. Um, but four one-on-one. We've had a few like that. Pat Jennings used to be like that as well. If it was one-on-one, you'd fancy Pat, wouldn't you? You'd against, fancy him under any circumstances. Against almost anyone. Yeah. You know, but Save Seaman it. was like that. Seaman, and then, yeah, and we, and he turned around and winked us. <laughs> And the whole of the goes, Seaman, Seaman, Seaman. Yeah. And I said, I remember you winking at us and he went, <laughs> Yeah, that big deep laugh of his, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it was very, very good to see uh, the, the goalie. Now then, this is the last podcast of the season. It is. Judging by the turnout today, it might be the last podcast ever. Well, <laughs> only time will tell. You'll be sitting there by yourself. At the beginning of the season, season, we had big plans for this podcast. <coughs> we, were, uh, we were trying to work out ways to fleece you, listeners, you freeloading vermin. Oh, someone tweeted me and said, we love the podcast. Stop insulting us. Just drop it. <laughs> what? Yeah. Having a go? Yeah. So Have I, you got a name? I put, Have oh, you got a name? Oh, no. Oh, no. It'd be, it's on Twitter. I'll never Let's find, find them. I'll Let's never, find them and insult I'll them. Never, Send something oh, through the post. Someone else said a similar thing. I said, oh, it's all freeloading vermin. <laughs> what is wrong with Stop people? Stop abusing you. What is wrong with people? You're getting you, it for nothing. What the abuse I get on there? Yeah. Someone yeah. get, you get you don't get so much abuse on there now, do you? Since well, you not, not blocked all the Stoke fans. What I managed to do is block the whole city of Stoke. <laughs> Using Google Earth. <laughs> There's a big X over a bubble where um, the Stoke was. Delighted to see a victory for football at the weekend when Wigan beat Stoke. Oh, and more importantly, when Birmingham went down as well. And Birmingham <laughs> went down. And there was a hashtag on Twitter. Did you see it? No. Uh, I, I retweeted, Arse blog had it up, uh, re, uh, let, Ruffle Barry Ferguson's hair, I think it's. Oh, outstanding. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that after you did that to Koscielny? Yeah. Well, no, I was annoyed about that, but it's more about Eduardo. I hadn't really let that one go, to be honest with you. Oh, really? Not really because you know what do we need in this team a finisher yeah. and he's the one yeah. he is the one he was the best one of the best finishers I have seen in a long time yeah yeah he and, was. Uh, and 
That he, he was rude like that. Did him. Although he did score twice against us in this. <laughs> Not yeah, but I, no, but it, it, somebody with Which one leg. He didn't win the group, you little yeah, yeah. ungrateful little shit. And therefore, but somebody, anyone with one leg could have scored against our defence this season, as we know. <laughs> or with the head, just connected with the ball. We let in more goals at set pieces than any other team in, in history or something? Was that the, the stat? Near it, enough? The, the stat was, no, it wasn't quite that, no. But the stat <laughs> yes, was, was that Let's say it was. 53% of our goals conceded. Conceded. Were from from set pieces. Oh. Uh, massively, massively vulnerable. Uh, no, no shock news there, listener. Uh, telling you, you don't know. Spe- speaking of lethal finishers, uh, Robin van Persie he used to miss a lot. We um, used to have a reasonable goal return, but used to miss quite a lot. And uh, now, no longer misses anything Ever. at all. And, yeah. Uh, or, or they did hit the post against Villa, but he, he's. Uh, he's he made that chance, though, didn't he? He made that chance for he himself. Did, well. He did. He's equaled a record. Which is held by uh, Thierry Henry, 2004 vintage mm. uh, league champion. Cristiano Ronaldo, 2008 league champion. Uh, for the most goals scored from January the 1st to the end of the season in the Premier League. Which is, have, this is the only many... stat we can offer, Robin, because he missed all the first part of the season. He wasn't there, was he? 18 goals since January the 1st. Brilliant. 18 goals is not a bad return for the whole season. Um, the As he got better, the team got worse. Yeah, it's weird. It's all going to be Ian Wright for him. Yeah. Um, the, the the golden boot is shared between Tevez and Berbatov with 20 goals each. Yeah. So had he played the earlier part of the season, you could pretty much get He'd have won it by 10. You could, you could see him getting, well, yeah. Even but if he just got another half a dozen goals, he'd have won it easily. Yeah, but know? as you say, had he played an entire season, it hasn't happened yet, has it? It hasn't happened yet. And no. we're... Um, I'm praying now that he will play a whole season next year because he's turning into a really outstanding centre-forward, playing in a role that doesn't, doesn't... I don't think it really suits him. No. But having said that, he does take all the chances. So, uh, And Theo's had a half-decent return. He got his 13th 13 goal. 13 goal. 13 yeah, goals not, this season. Not bad. Not bad for someone who uh, we think possibly <laughs> should be sold. Not bad for someone who's made, <laughs> who's made the cross-come shot, his trademark. <laughs> Some of them are going in I'd now. I'd like to know, as an alternative stat, how many cross-come shots have hit someone in the face? <laughs> <laughs> Probably a fair few more. <laughs> North Bank. I haven't said unlucky Theo all season, no, I no, must well, say. I'm disappointed because you've, sort of, you've removed it from your vocabulary. Well, because I just got a tremendous amount of abuse every it time I said abuse, it. It abuse, it was It was laughter. It was that's not the same, isn't it? That's your stock in trade. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I felt I was laughing at as people opposed laughing. to laughing people with. People are laughing. I mustn't say that again. <laughs> oh, a, I'll bring it back. Your mind <laughs> no, it's, no, it's definitely not. Oh, I've seen you many a time this season. I'm wanting to say it. They're having a few moments. Yeah. Unlucky Marowan. Unlucky Marowan is what I'm in now. I've said that a few times, which sounds weird. Theo's better. I don't know why Theo. You always felt like something. It, it did feel like it was unlucky because he looked like he was doing something good and then it fell apart. Oh, it's unlucky. I would like to see Theo play up front in front of Robin. Well, we played four four two. Did we not at Fulham at the weekend? Did, did you watch it? I saw the highlights. Only the highlights. I saw the highlights. Only the highlights of that game. I, I must admit, I had. It's hard to get seriously involved. Seriously lost interest. Yeah. Um, Apparently, Wenger walked past them at the end, and everyone was spending spend some, some in money. money. Yes, yeah, the right. entire away end. I did hear that. I was quite tempted by the boat trip down the Thames. <laughs> Yes, um, two boats. Two. They had one last they year. One boat last <laughs> year. Sold I out. Saw, the boat. I got a tweet saying the first boat is. <laughs> First boat's full. We're going to need, gonna a, need a bigger, bigger boat. boat. I it was quite funny. Um, and they get the boat down the Thames, and I must have been a right laugh. So I sort of so I slightly regret not going, but um, I was at home. Yeah. Um, yeah. Four four two. 
with Shemak and Van Persie, the, to me that's not the answer. No, but no. if there is a pacey quick striker or Theo through the middle I at times, Theo, as like like Michael Owen was when he was younger, you know, off the shoulder of the last defender, gone. As soon as the ball's over the top, he's yeah. gone. And he's he's a very too good quick. Finisher. He's a he good is finisher. a good finisher, and, he, and the more he plays in that position, I don't think he's a winger. I don't think he's got the skills to beat players. He beats them by pace, doesn't he? He just knocks it past well, them he and he goes. Got the crossing ability yeah. as as well. That's the thing. As well, well, he should shoot, and then the cross will probably end up most of the time. Two lads up at Villa, Ashley Young and Stuart Downing. Yeah, they can really cross a ball. Yeah. Whatever you think of them and the rest of their play. Um, he can't cross a ball. No, I mean so, sometimes he does, but, but he's always playing feels that, like an accident. But he's playing. <laughs> <laughs> but as a striker, I think he'd be very, very That's dangerous. What I'm saying, and then we play four four two, where which is where we look more dangerous, in my opinion. But on the other hand, I mean, the, perhaps the reason why he doesn't do that with him is because no one keeps a high line against us. So how many times are you going to get the chance to get in behind? Everyone defends so deep, and Theo with his back to goal on the D, surrounded by three men, ball into feet. No. Not in a month of Sunday. No, but I then suspect if, that's why he puts Shemak in there. It might stick better. No, but if 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 they're playing quite far back, then then Van Persie's getting a bit more space in in the the hole, isn't he? Well, what Henri used to do when when everyone defended deep was he'd pull out wide, wouldn't he? And, yeah. And the fullback would think, oh Christ. Surely we. Can... <laughs> <laughs> well, he had Henri and Perez and Ashley Cole coming up the wing at him, and uh, I used to feel sorry for some of them. To be I would have done like Des O'Connor at the Glasgow Empire. I fainted. <laughs> The right back's fainted. <laughs> the right back's just gone over. <laughs> he's just seen Perez and Henri coming down the wing oh, and he's fainted. Those were the days. They were, my friend. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, it was an all right performance. I understand it was a bit lackluster. Um, well, you know, nothing to play for. Uh, but Robin did equal that record. I was hoping he'd get another goal. He also scored his ninth consecutive away game. So these are the straws I was clutching at for yeah. pleasure. Not at, a lot. At the end of the season. Jonathan Greening skinning Sanya and chipping it onto did, Zamora's why head. Why didn't he stop him getting a cross in? I don't understand with either of our fullbacks. We said it a couple of weeks ago with Manchester United and Nani, oh. Nani just crossed the ball and Clichy watched him. Oh, and this know. week it's uh, Sanya doing that. Jonathan Greening, he shouldn't be able to cross the ball from I mean, you know, it's Jonathan Greening. Yeah. He's, he's an alright footballer, but if you're the French international right back who it rumoured to be a target of Real Madrid. Really? <laughs> Don't show them that video. Don't show them the, the day Jonathan Greening skimmed me video. I mean, was, did he switch off? Did he get his dreads in his eyes? What happened to him? <laughs> Does that happen? They you know swing I mean? around. It looks like they might with him. <laughs> yeah. Tipped his head forward. So who's uh, who's going then? Who's going? You say Sanya's the target for Real Madrid? Yeah, there's all rumours. Have you heard? There's a lot of rumours. Cliché? Um, yeah, the two have said they want to go uh, are Denilson... <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, I heard Denilson wants to go. Denilson, who's who in his um obviously they want to let the press know, right? Because they want it put out. They want it out there. Yeah. That they want to go. I'm available. You'd think this was an agent's job. You'd think it would be one email. Well the agent might have told him to say that. Yeah, say, say that you want to go. But don't say I'm a winner. And I came here to win trophies and we haven't won any, so I'm off. Well, yeah. your contribution to winning trophies <laughs> at Arsenal left. You are not fit to. I shall I stand back a minute. I, can, <laughs> I can't even be bothered. <laughs> no, let it out, mate. Let well, it out. I, I mean, we all felt we it. We all box. felt it as well. You have done nothing, nothing, except go sideways like against Wigan away. He had 142 touches. In Any the of game. them forward? Any of them? 142 touches, which was the most touches in a game. I read this column in the yeah, Guardian. I saw with that. All, all the figures in. Right? I saw that. The most touches in a game of any player this season. It was kind of like Xavi, except unlike Xavi, <laughs> he didn't make six goals and score a hat trick in the no. interim. He just does 
it creates nothing. He got in the it final from the third. defender and gave it to a better midfield player. Yeah, how many of them went to Koscielny or whatever idiot was playing at the back school? Archie <laughs> equalised for them in that game, didn't he? Dickhead. So yeah, that's him. He says he's a winner. Yeah, and well, he's gonna leave and go and be a winner. Let's see where he goes. Good luck, mate. See ya. Good luck. See ya. <laughs> Wouldn't want to be ya. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, our, our good friend, to top it, <laughs> Nicholas Bentner. Nine million quid. Nine million. Really? He thinks, and his his dad's his agent. This must be hilarious conversations they have. Says, "I hope Arsenal respect, respect us with the fee, as we have always respected them." So, what we want to sell you on the cheap? Yeah. We will be lucky to get nine million for you. And don't think you're going for nine million because we've done the nice thing for you because you've been here since you were sixteen. You're getting nine million because no one else will pay any more than that because you're a pony and trap. And if you were half decent, you wouldn't be sold anyway. And if you were decent, you'd be getting 25, 30 million quid because that's what it costs to get a top draw centre forward. For example, one of the best in the world, which you claim to be. Not, not a half... <laughs> if you are half decent, you'd be playing up front for us in front of Robin Van Persie. Well, that's the that's point. the point. Instead of being on the wing because we don't really know what else to do with you. We might get 14 or 15 million quid for the pair. I, I don't think we'll get anything for Danielson. He's on so much money. I think they're just people won't want to pay the wages. Well, you know, I think we should just chuck in Danielson for nothing. It's like a two for one or something. <laughs> what do you want? You want Bentley? You can have Danielson as well. He'll help. <laughs> <laughs> He's a winner. <laughs> Who's that behind you? Uh, it's Manuel Almunia. It's Manuel. He pokes his head out from behind Danielson. He gave me a lift. <laughs> He says, Do you want he, him as well? He says he plays in goal. <laughs> He's available. Uh, yeah, Bentner. Because we, yeah, we, we have got some awards, haven't we? This, um, we've got some awards, yeah, one of doing. which is reasons why Barcelona won't sign Nicholas Bentner. <laughs> I think the main reason is because they've seen him play. In the, in the email that I sent out this week saying, can we do a Bonanza four-person podcast? Um, <laughs> Which uh, two the, people the, ignored. The email that two people didn't reply to and didn't turn up. <laughs> on Tuesday and uh, here are some possible suggestions for categories one of the categories was reason why Barcelona won't sign Bentner because Bentner said that he would quite like to play for Barcelona yeah. that would be his dream club what's wrong with this bloke well he's it after what he did in the new camp boundless confidence we see the way Van Persie took that goal at Fulham the way Diaby that was a great pass and he, he, they hit really it though, didn't he he hit it at him yeah and he was running towards goal with a ball coming from behind him really travelling yeah and he just bought it, it down and buried it. it I know, I know, I know. In fact, they did say on match of the day it was a nice bit of control there. I thought, yeah, that was because he really walloped that DRB. If that was the best, that's got to be one of the best first touches in the history of our club. <laughs> <laughs> was that a category? Not, we'll yeah. have that next category. It's not best quite first as touch. good. In terms of first touches, my all-time favourite first touch. All right, we're going to do all-time favourites now because the season was so shit. My all-time <laughs> favourite first touch. Go have a guess. All-time favourite first yeah. touch. Bergkamp. Have a guess. Uh, Silent Chris is pointing. What, Leicester? Away. Say, say the game. Newcastle. Newcastle! Oh, yeah, that's a nice first touch. Flipped it behind, behind that Greek fella, turned past him, side-footed it in the goal. Then people said it was an accident. My arse. That was a at, nice first touch. Just look at Bergkamp's eyes. He knows where that ball is. He knows <laughs> exactly where that ball well, is. Well, I asked him after the game, did, did you mean it? And he apparently looked at me and went, of course I meant it. Did you mean to ask me that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can I if, if, if that had been Van Persie going through on goal at, at uh, Barcelona is what I was going to say when Jack Wilshere squared it and goal. with that quality of first touch goal with his right foot goal. with his right foot he would have scored and that. we'd have gone through but as it was it was a donkey <laughs> who is now going to go and play he, he reckons he's going to play for Bayern Munich good luck Bayern Munich well maybe maybe he feels that Barcelona owe him something because of how bad he was in the new camp when he should have finished and put him out yeah maybe you know. 
I mean, I it was just—he's probably half decent footballer. He's been a bit unlucky not to play centre forward, but there's no point saying, no. "Well, they won't play me. They won't play me." Do something in training. When you get a chance, do something every to show time, you should play. Every time we've seen him play, he's been average. Sometimes he's done well. Most of the time, he hasn't. Remember when he missed eight chances against Burnley? Was it? <laughs> and then came off laughing, <laughs> laughing. Well, what about when he scored a goal against Huddersfield in the cup, which was deflected? The shot was yeah. going out. Yeah. And he scored the goal, and then he went up to their fans and cupped his ear. Oh, taunting. was it Huddersfield or Orient? Wasn't it Orient? No, I mean it was Huddersfield. Oh, it was one of those. Taunting two. the League One support. <laughs> yeah, Al turned to me. He went, oh, no, he shouldn't do that. That's a bit much. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see you cupping your ear at the new Camp when it really mattered, you dopey idiot. No, well, let's hope he doesn't get another League One team and have to go back to Huddersfield or wherever it is in next year. I no. think he's an idiot, Nicholas Benton. I think most of us do. But he's, he's, uh, I love he's, the story he's, about Lehman making him take his hat off. He's got talent. I mean, they say, you know, someone's inside the club and he's massively talented. He's just, if you can get his head sorted out, be half decent. His head sorted? No, no, no. But you know what it is? Well, I was talking about this last night. Is There's a gap of delusion. Everybody has it. Comics have it. Footballers have it. It's when you think you're much better than you actually are. We were talking about Gus Caesar last night. Gus Caesar had it. Gus Caesar thought he was Franz Beckenbauer. Like, this apparently... <laughs> Perry Groves told me this last night. Apparently, Gus Caesar thought he was Franz Beckenbauer. So when in the uh, in the League Cup final against Luton... <laughs> Next time Gus Caesar sees Perry Groves, Perry Groves, you won't see him at dust. <laughs> Apparently, right, in the he's league. He's quite cup, well built, Gus. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. He's but still he, in shape. He thought he was a better Unlike player. Perry. So, yeah, unlike Perry. So, in the League Cup against Luton, he tried he tried to dribble it out of defence as opposed to just clearing it because he thought he was Beckenbauer. Consequently, they scored and beat us, right? He did make a couple of errors. But that's what game. I'm saying. It's that gap of delusion. You, If you think you're way better than you actually are, then unfortunately, you, you comes fall down. Though, if you treat them the way they're treated, right? if you treat them like princes, if you give them a mobile phone and say there's a number on here, ring it 24 hours a day, seven days a week, someone will come and get whatever you need sorting out. If you can't work out how to turn the gas off, or you've got a leaky tap, or you've got a dead hooker in the boot, or whatever it is, <laughs> someone will come and fix it for you, fix right? It. Yeah. And, and, then, and here's a quarter of a million pound a, a month or whatever they get paid. Some of them get more than that, if you yeah. believe such a thing. And 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 yes, you can afford the... God knows what the insurance is for a 21-year-old idiot on an Aston Martin. <laughs> can you imagine? Are you 21? Yeah. Are you a dopey idiot who's used to driving on the other side of the road? Yeah. Yes, yes, Do you I think am. you're out in centre when it comes to <laughs> driving? Have you got the safe... <laughs> <laughs> you think you're the best driver watch- to ever pull on a pair of driving gloves? <laughs> 10,000 quid a week to ensure you, you do idiot. Do you think, when you watch Formula One, do you think, yeah, I could do that? I could do that. <laughs> I should be driving for Ferrari. Friend. It was a toss-up for me between football and F1. Yeah, yeah, 10,000 pound a minute, it should be insured, but you still pay it. Talking of Formula One. But that's one. how they get, go on. What was Cess doing in Barcelona this weekend? I don't know. I know that in Barcelona. Good. I mean, all right, you like Formula One, but not in Barcelona. I know you've got friends there and all the rest of it, but it upset a lot of people there. Uh, yeah, it and if that's the me. last thing that we, that last contact that we have with him, and who knows, that's a bit upsetting. I mean, it was outrageous. I think really, he's the captain of the club. But it, what pissed me off about it? If they say to him, "Look, Sesk, don't worry about coming. If the players all know about it and it's all fine, fine." Tweet it. tweet it tweet it tweet it I'm sick to death of these arseholes on Twitter I'm at it with them <laughs> I've had it with him saying hey amigos we have nearly 500,000 followers my friends yeah yeah well fuck off then yeah. I can't, who cares 
You haven't done anything for months. I don't follow any of them. I don't. I'm not really interested. Oh, I'm going to... Oh, I don't know why I do. They really <laughs> aggravate you. Hello, my friends. Sorry about yesterday's result. Bit of a shame. Still, another game coming. Come here and I'll punch you in the nose, you idiot. <laughs> you tweeting for? Tweety, tweety, tweet. I know. Oh, Christ, that annoys me. So, yeah. He shouldn't have been there. He deleted that tweet. After an hour, when he got a barrage of abuse. Oh, God, but don't I'd love they to get have read it? that. Don't, yeah, but don't <laughs> they get it? Don't they understand what it means to us for our captain to be in Barcelona when we're playing Fulham on the last yeah, game you of the season? Yeah, you saying, let me play, let me play. It's the last game. I don't care about my hamstring. Let me play. It's a bit of a strain. I'll play half an hour. Let me come on the last 10 minutes. Let me play. Even me, if you go. I'll be there. Be on the touchline. Clenching your fist. Pumping them up. Even if you go, if you go, go in disguise. Yeah, don't send photos. Don't let anyone you know you're at the Grand Prix when you should be watching in the Arsenal. Barcelona. I mean, good God, there's enough connotations with that. He goes, I'll be watching the game with my grandfather. I couldn't give a shit about your grandfather. He you should be in London with the players. Yeah. We drew the game. We drew the game, right? That's two points. I don't care if it doesn't matter. It does matter. Because thousands of gooners have gone down there to watch it, paying probably 40 quid a time yeah. to sit in that cow shed at that end. And then you get crushed to death on the way out. They have to go past the statue of Michael Jackson. <laughs> Finally I mean, it's a depressing it. afternoon. Do you know what? I would have thought that would be the one thing that cheered him up, really. At least we haven't got a statue of Michael Jackson. What pop star should we have outside our ground? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. A Celine Dion? Elvis Presley, wasn't it? Elvis. No wonder. Elvis. Oh, when I want to hear that music, it makes me unhappy. I phoned up the, the club the other day to renew my season ticket. Right? Oh, God. Yeah. It hurt. Yeah, well, right. yeah, you got to do it. I phoned them up because the website had gone to shit. And so I get on hold... And uh, they're playing the wonder of you. Playing the wonder of you, oh. and it just made me think of sitting there in that horrible, soulless corporate <laughs> shithole, watching these overpaid dandies cock it up a time and time again, again. <laughs> cupping their ear against Huddersfield, and then doing nothing when it really mattered. And oh, oh, great Spurs at home. Here, here's an award, right? But most stupid mistake of the year. I'm just adding it to our list. Most stupid mistake most stupid of the year. Fabregas mistake of the year. Let's just deal with this idiot, right? Fabregas, yeah. The one, back heel, the one back who, in the there was camp. a time when I believed he was the son of God. Well, I'm not a believer anymore. <laughs> What's happened? He, well, I need another sign. Yeah. I'm lost faith. Yeah. I need a miracle. First of all, right, these are the three most stupid things he's done this season. Against Tottenham at the Emirates, putting his arm up and punching a free kick away and giving away a penalty... Right, that? that was pretty stupid. That was pretty stupid. In the annals of Arsenal, you're Football standing Club. in the penalty area. You're standing don't in the penalty area. Don't it's against Tottenham. Yeah, don't put your arm. Put your face in the way. Yeah, right. Hasn't got the bottle to put his face. There's no in the way, way he's putting his face. None in of way. them have got the bottle to put their face in the way. Right. I saw this free kick the other day that Alex hit for Chelsea. It's in the goal of the season competition. Oh, that was now that was travelling. He hit that hard. That was travelling. Right? Martin Keown would have put his. If face Alex in the way. Song instead of turning in the way and letting it go in the goal, I just put his face in the way. I think I would personally have sent him some chocolate. <laughs> what in hospital? In hospital, yes. <laughs> Where he would have been That's for six I mean, months, yeah. having reconstructive surgery on his jaw and his teeth. I would have because he hit that really I would, hard. I would have made an inquiry about visiting hours. <laughs> you might send me some chocolates, <laughs> which you'd have had to eat through a straw, I imagine. <laughs> but I know what you mean. But, of course. but he would have headed it away, and I'd have gone legend. Did yeah. you see the way he put his face in the way that free kick? He does not want the ball in our goal under any circumstances. No, but right? none of them. So that's the first game. Go on. Second one, back heeling the ball to Iniesta outside, just on the edge of your He's own quite area. Good in the new Iniesta. Camp. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, just before half time, when we're in it, when we're, we're in, in the it. game, we're in the game. That's up there. That's uh, as a subcategory to that is hugging all of their players in the tunnel, yeah. as opposed to hugging all of our players. His, in the all his behaviour. 
Yeah, in in regard to Barcelona can be the subgroup of that. <laughs> Putting a Barcelona shirt on or not taking it off straight away and stamping on it after the World Cup. All that stuff can be a Barcelona he section. He urinated on that shirt. <laughs> urinated on it first. Set fire to it and then urinated okay, on and it. And then he said, you can never come back to Barcelona again. And he said, good. Good, I don't want to come here. Anyway. Arsenal, Arsenal. <laughs> I don't want to be Maybe it's a lot to ask. <laughs> That's what we would do. But I want him going in that direction. And what's number one? Uh, well, the last one is tweeting a photo of himself in the, in the, at the Spanish Grand Prix when he should have been with the players drawing with Fulham. So, uh, what's your winner? What? Stupidest? Most stupid thing he did in oh. the season. <laughs> Fabregas' most idiotic mistake. Uh, I, I, well, I would have taken any one of those. I'm not yeah. sure there are any. I mean, there probably are other ones, really. Yeah, well, I'll take any one of those then. Yeah, I'll have. Uh, is, is that it's Keith? Door. <laughs> Surely it's Keith. Maybe it's Tyre. Maybe it's Keith and Tyre. <laughs> turned up Maybe together. they're going to turn up with, with booze and food. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do most stupid. Yeah, it's uh, going to be that neighbour again going, you, you podcasting down there. <laughs> Isn't the football season <laughs> over? Didn't it finish in February for your lot? I think punching the ball away. From the, in the wall against Tottenham against Tottenham, against Tottenham. Right. no because the back heel you could say oh he thought Jack was there and Iniesta was quick you could give credit to Iniesta it's yeah. hard it's hard in the new camp because it's it's so difficult against it's probably them been given permission were... by Arsenal to go to Barcelona for the Grand Prix actually actually maybe it was his granddad's birthday playing, I don't know playing against Barcelona in the new camp he was undoubtedly he not fit. fit he wasn't fit and he knew he wasn't fit and we knew he wasn't fit and he decided to play and he was half a player wasn't he really do you think you'll play for us next season? No. Do you think you're going to get sold? Do you know what? It's if, assuming that Barcelona want him, and I'm sure they still do want him. They've he hasn't had the, a great uh, season. But they've got the Qatar money now. The Qatar the anti, the anti-gay money. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, Qatar are buying Fabregas from the Emirates. Yeah. Is essentially yeah. what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing to do with us. It's the Arab world Arab, just swapping Arab's football players. Football now. <laughs> they bought the FA Cup. Now they're going to buy Fabregas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, are we doing stupidest moment of the season full stop? Um, no, I think we've just done that. Well, have you got, I, any, I, have you got any contenders? Go on. Koscielny against uh, uh, Birmingham. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Do you want that one? Uh, it's not stupid. It's old putting your arm up in the air. Oh, I don't know. I think that was pretty bleeding stupid. Um I mean, we've got other categories like right, worst goal categories. Category. Here we go. All right. Let's do the categories. The first category. This is in no particular order. Uh, this is the Tuesday Club Awards. Uh, there are 12. Um, if you don't like awards, um, turn off. Um, <laughs> you free loaders. We've, <laughs> we've got a couple of actual ones that, you know, where we go, oh, yeah, he's good. Uh, player of the Year. The Tuesday Club Player of the Year. Are we not doing, are we not doing the negative ones first? No. Oh, OK. <laughs> uh, much more fun to do them later. Uh, player of the Year. Player of the Year. All right. Yeah? Jack. Jack Wilshire. Yes. For everything he's done, mainly... For a couple of two-footed tackles yeah. that he did. For going in studs for up going at Stoke. Going in studs up at Stoke. I'll give him it for that. Just for that. Just getting one of those bastards. Yeah, no, you know what? For showing that you can and it's okay. And even if you get sent off, it's sort of okay. And he didn't get sent off. But he even if you do, that. it's okay. And a good, and he gets a melee going. And a few people start pushing and shoving. Brilliant. And that's what you want. Brilliant. Because none, none of the others would get a melee going, would they? No. They wouldn't no, know what it is. Getting a melee going at Stoke. <laughs> I'll give him that. 
I did like, I thought Samir was great in the first half of the season, but it sort of fell away a little bit. I thought Jack was outstanding, really, for the old the old year. Started 31 Premiership games, 55 games in all. Yeah, he's gone I off the ball was, lately, hasn't he? Yeah, but he's knackered. It's his first season. I'm but, very, very pleased that they managed to persuade Stuart Pearce. Then must, someone must have said to him, you do know what you're doing here, don't you? Because we have got our European Championships in the next season. Well, he's in the red zone, apparently. Yeah, That's what they said. He's in the red zone. He's running on in, uh, Physically. And, and I'm glad he's going to have a rest, because he needs one. And he deserves one for the way he's played. So I would nominate him for my player of the player year. Player of the year? Yeah, All I right think then. I would. What were you having? Aaron Ramsey. Just for coming back? Just for coming back. Yeah. Scoring a winner against Man United. Oh, nice. Brought tears to my eyes. It was, it was. Uh... And just for having to put up with a, a load of cavemen booing him around the Britannia Stadium. Because of a load of stuff that Stoke came out with. T- t- kept on going on to journalists. Couldn't keep their mouths shut about how many times they'd said sorry to Aaron Ramsey. And now he hadn't replied to their texts. Or he hadn't called them back. Or he'd said, oh, look, oh, look lads, I'm just trying to mend my leg if it's all right. And they kept going just public with the just facts. So it. they made sure that everybody knew that they weren't happy about his response to their apologies. So he gets booed. And so then he turns up at their ground, a ground where, I mean, it must have been in his mind probably all week thinking about it. Maybe not. I don't know how they, you know, what the mindset of a professional footballer is. But he, he, it's when he sees Shawcross down there and he's in the same place, He's gone up there, he's turned out, he's played and he's been booed by people all around the field where he nearly lost his career, let's face it. And I thought that was the worst thing that happened all season. It's the most despicable thing I've encountered. In fact, I mean, setting aside the sit-down-your-paedophile chance, chance about Munich, chance that we used to do on the North Bank about gassing Jews, setting aside the real filth, right? In terms of targeting a player, well, it was really bad. It was horrible. And he got pulled off after 45 minutes. The fact that we played like an absolute shower of shit and they, they only had to commit one foul to intimidate us in the whole Well, matter. we committed more fouls than they did. They absolutely they? bossed the game. Jermaine Pennant looked like the player we, we always thought he might turn out to be. And they thoroughly deserved to be us. That was a bit painful. But the booing of Ramsey was scandalous. Horrible. So uh, just for that and scoring a win against Man U, he gets my vote. Silent Chris? Aaron Ramsey. Nodded. Aaron, Aaron Ramsey, Ramsey. Is, right. is the uh, Tuesday Club Player of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well done Jack honourable second yeah. um, goal of the year Arsenal goal of the season uh, well, any, uh, can you remember any yeah no I, I, <laughs> do you know what funny enough I'm saying to Silent Chris just before we I haven't scored one from outside the box I can't uh, remember any screamers most touches inside the box of any team in the premiership this year that's because we're right, we looking at the no, programme now for an idea look, of a good goal no, I, I know the goal I know the goal I know the goal straight away it's so it? Shavin against Barcelona the winner oh, against Barcelona. Yeah, that was a great goal. That was goal. a great. No, but it wasn't just a goal. It was a great goal, but it was a great moment. It was a great moment. And Bentner, bless him, he did do a nice pass. Great ball forward. Bless Nasri, him. bless him. <laughs> As you go, Nicholas. Thank you for that and that alone. He went and then uh, Nasri down the wing centres it, and I'll shove in the finish. And it was a great moment. And then Arshavin reveals the T-shirt with a picture of himself uh, scoring <laughs> on it. It's slightly weird. So it's not that he's self-absorbed or anything like that. <laughs> that was my favourite. Um, that was my well, favourite. The only goal other the goal year. I can remember all season, really. Um, I like Walcott's goals in the Carling Cup tie at Newcastle. I remember those. We oh, when he skipped away. And I, and I like Walcott's goal against Chelsea, actually, the third one. That was a great finish. That was a good goal. And that was another good evening. Sammy Naz has, has scored, a, scored a couple of lovely oh, goals. Oh, the Fulham one. Got when, one. He, when he skipped round about four players and then that scored. That was a good goal. Got one at Birmingham. But the one that I really got me out of my seat, the one that I really loved, was uh, Van Persie against Barcelona. 
which when he hit it and it went in at the near post, remember he was virtually on the byline. Yeah. And I thought it was maybe it was a bit of a bit lucky. But then when you saw the replay from behind shot. the goal, you see him have a look and he sees that Valdez is a little bit off his post and you can see a gap that is a, the ball. width of a ball. Width of a ball and a bit. And it's about 15 yards away from his... And, he's, and the he ball's bouncing, it. right? And he buries So he thinks, it. I've got to hit a spot the size of the ball from 15 yards away and it's bouncing as hard as I can possibly hit football. And he did it. And he did it. That was a great goal. That was a great goal. Silent Chris? <laughs> Uh, the Van Persie one was very good, but the Nazri against Fulham was brilliant. Nazri against Fulham. Yeah, that was a good everyone one. Everyone fell over. He just made everyone fall over. He did make everyone fall over. Was yeah. that the one where he went around the keeper and then, and then turned around and came back again? Round, did a full 360-degree turn and it, put it in once he gone round the goalkeeper. That was a lovely goal. I'm prepared to accept that as goal of the year. Uh, Sammy Nazri. Sammy Nazri. Take that. Best good game work. of the season? What was your best game of the season? There wasn't one. <laughs> Barcelona, Barcelona was the best game. Barcelona, Barcelona was the best game of the season. Barcelona yeah, was, was a marvellous. They're shooting for that wall. Yeah. <clears throat> um, now, this is a more, a, more, a more difficult one to choose from. The most embarrassing match of the season. <laughs> <laughs> the match where you thought, oh, God, just think about all those Tottenham Can we have a top four or five? Can we have a top four or five? Because there have been quite a few. Well, I'm give, I can give you three as a start. Yeah. Uh, the aforementioned Stoke game. Um, where we were truly just a, really bad a shambles yeah. an embarrassing shambles and we went down in a match where you really of all games you wanted to stand up and be counted and at least give Stoke a run for their money they just were crap um, Newcastle being 4-0 up <laughs> at half time that's 68 minutes in fact 4-0 up yeah and uh, drawing 4 all. it's one of the most embarrassing days of my life and um, losing the Carlin Cup final in the last minute, when you know the entire nation, and indeed possibly half the planet, indeed as they always say when something's watched by a lot of people, a billion people. A bi- <laughs> <laughs> Be it Usain Bolt in the Olympics or the Eurovision Song Contest or, or the FA Cup final, there's always a billion people watching. A billion people pissed themselves laughing. That was pretty embarrassing. Any uh, other ones? Other embarrassing games? West Brom at home. West Brom at home. 3-2. That was embarrassing because we went 3-0 down. Yeah. To West Brom at home. Two that n- was bad. 2 0 up at home to Spurs, losing 3 2. 3 1 up away at Spurs and drawing 3 well, 2. Let me say most embarrassing. Maybe, maybe what we should say is most shameful. <laughs> <laughs> the one that made you ashamed. Uh, the one that up. sent you instantly into a long period of Mugabe media lockdown where you just had to take all the messages you got from all the people who support other teams. You couldn't even reply. Well, there's two. There's two. It's Newcastle and the Carling Cup final. Yeah. I can't really separate those two. I felt I felt equally terrible after both of them. Do you see that that video of that bloke shouting and screaming at the telly or the computer or whatever it is? <laughs> yeah, and also having girl- a go at the camera. Get away! Get away! Turn it off! His girlfriend, Amy. His Amy, was it? Amy. Yeah, that's right. Turn it off! Get him really upset. Amy's, he looked a Amy little bit sent me that on Twitter. All right. Now, people say that... Uh, <laughs> I just say that Ryan Giggs being outed because of a Twitter campaign or Twitter being responsible for the Arab Spring or whatever people are saying at the yeah. moment. Still, there's been no better service provided by Twitter than that that video was sent to me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Arsenal fan screaming six inches from a screen going, it's a conspiracy! Yeah. About, I thought it was going to... Was there a dog in That there? wasn't that was even a... the 4-4. That was only when it was 4-2. Oh, was, you're joking. It yeah, wasn't it even was 4-4. Like, yeah, Amy didn't dare film him for the, no, for I the reckon, rest of it. I reckon she, he, he chucked the camera out the window, <laughs> window or something because he, he looked like he was going to have a heart attack and 4-2. <laughs> now, I, I, I thought the dog was going to have I thought the dog was going to get hurt. I was, <laughs> I was concerned <laughs> for the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> 
Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! Come on, baby! It's a conspiracy! <laughs> it was funny. If I ever see you, I'll kill you! Do you think he's still alive, that bloke? Because if that was 4-2... He sent quite a lot of messages on Twitter and on Facebook portraying himself as a reasonable, intelligent man. Yeah. But we know, we're, not, like... we're not fooled, mate. We and know I... you're a nutter. And I'd like to have seen a camera on him for the Colin Cup final when Koscielny missed that thing there just to see what happened there. Well, I can't separate those two. I'd I like felt horrible seen... after both of them. I like to... Sometimes I imagine a camera on myself and uh, the, the moment I'm thinking of in particular is when uh, we conceded a last-minute goal at Sunderland. When we should have won the game, yeah, missed the penalty, and I was. This is no exaggeration to say, lying face down on the floor, banging my head on the floor. <laughs> it's a wooden floor. <laughs> when we were at going, West- no, 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 no. <laughs> well, when we were at West Brom, when we were at West Brom, if, I'd had, Moon, dog, if I'd had a dog, then it would have had a. I remember when we were at West Brom and Almunia, we said this, and I couldn't look at you when Almunia came running out for that second goal, and I could hear you. Where are you going? <laughs> I couldn't look at you. I actually couldn't. The last thing you want to see in this picture is the keeper. <laughs> the keeper. Oh, there he is. <laughs> I often imagine match of the day when Hansen's just sitting there trying to keep a straight face while he talks about our defence. Yeah. Almunia just appearing on the set What's he doing with then? his gloves on. <laughs> the last thing you want to see in this picture is the keeper. And then there's Almunia behind him. Okay? <laughs> oh, God. So what are you having then? Most embarrassing uh, match? Carlin Cup final. Carlin Cup final. Silent Chris. He's nodding. Carlin yeah. Cup final. It was horrible. Oh, it was awful. But sorry, 4-4 was when we lost the league, in my opinion. Well, in some ways it was, but it was after. Wasn't it after 4-4 that we beat Barca? We did come back. It's not... February we... the 5th, we drew 4-4. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we and, still had uh, some results in us. But you knew there was a fragility at the heart of the team. I mean, Barca only came 11 days after. I mean, you know, it was, it was the Carlin Cup final. It wasn't just that they lost the game. They lost it. It was such an embarrassing goal. It was the abject you could display. tell from the early in the game. Yeah, you could tell. I said it. I said it at the time. I turned to Keith. I said, "Shall we go after 15 minutes?" Keith has uh, already said that he doesn't ever want to go to Wembley again. I said, "Don't worry, mate. Don't it's worry. Not, it's not, <laughs> You'll be okay. It's not likely to happen." <laughs> Well, there are still people saying, not fans, I hasten to add, but, you know, the old pundit trying to spin a yarn in the paper, or even Wenger, still saying, well, the treble's still on for Arsenal after this defeat. How did that quadruple thing ever get started? Well, it, who, who I mean, was it, talking about that? Uh, did Arsenal got drawn in a he bit, He got drawn he? in a little bit, well, of course. We're in four competitions. I believe we have the quality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, right. But still, once we'd like... I mean, it was... Barcelona was painful, right, because of the way it went, because we had, if we hadn't had Van Persie sent off, maybe he'd have been on the end of that chance. Maybe we wouldn't have conceded the two goals that we did. I don't know. You never know, will you? May not it was painful because we didn't really look like ever scoring we if didn't we'd have turn played for up, a month. Really. They had a lot more energy than us, and it came four days after Barca. And then the rest of it was just the drip, drip of drawing out the black. But Blackburn then there were ten was... games to go. Yeah. And you were looking at... And the only difficult games that stood out were Tottenham away and Manchester United at home. You thought, if we get six points from those, we're doing well, right? Yeah. But if we can just draw those and win the rest, we'll win the title. And we got good results in those two games. I mean, if you call being 3-1 up and drawing a good result, but... <laughs> 
better, you'd have taken better four than points. most of the others. You'd have taken four points from those two yeah, games. Yeah, you would. Yeah, And we should have beaten Liverpool, but Boo ain't proved uh, Well, we'll get to him. We'll get to his special <laughs> award <laughs> in a minute. Yeah. So you still could have won it anyway. Whatever. Um, so, yeah, so player of the year is Aaron Ramsey. Goal of the year, Samir Nasri against Fulham, was it? Yeah. Game of the season, Barcelona, Barcelona at home. Most home. embarrassing match, Carling Cup final. Stupidest player, a.k.a. I'll drive him to the airport myself award. <laughs> the contenders. Is, well, there is only one, isn't there? There <laughs> when is. it comes to out-and-out out stupidity, there is only one contender. You'd, well, you'd say so, although Manuel Almunia must get an honourable mention, unless we're going to do goalkeeping stupidity. We have our own... Goal, yeah. Goalkeepers have their own category. Then, all right, we don't do Manuel Almunia, <laughs> because I do believe he's stupid. There is also the Sergio Busquets Award for the See You Next Tuesday of the year. All right, well, we'll uh, yeah, which, OK. of course, uh, has to go to Sergio Busquets. Sergio Busquets, Busquets kind I'm, of a joke. I'm guessing, yeah. <laughs> uh, most idiotic player... A stupidest player. Well, stupidest player. I mean, just for the Liverpool thing alone. That was the most stupid thing done in an Arsenal shirt this season. <laughs> it ruined any season. Although, you know, Fabregas punching, the, putting his hand up in the wall against Spurs still riles me. That was stupid. That was so stupid. Koscielny, you were winning the game at that point. Koscielny not booting it into Rose Edna Carl in Cup Final. That was pretty was stupid. stupid. Almunia coming out of the Hawthorns and running into Scalacci. That was stupid. Scalacci... Signing Squillarchi. Signing Squillarchi was stupid. <laughs> no, but just Squillarchi in every game doing whatever he did in general was not not stepping up at the right time, when not going back that, at the right time. When we did that um, Poor. Uh, Q&A thing um, with Arsene Wenger for centre point. And Keown was there, right? And I said to Keown, I was describing a moment in the match where how loud um, Chesney or Wojciech, as Seaman calls him, um, he t- by the way, he thinks he's the answer, but he is very, very young. He's 21. And we he? should have got Rainer, but anyway. Our lad, he shouts. You can hear him from where we sit by the tunnel. And I said, Squalachi was on the ball, and Keown immediately went, Were you nervous? Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, missing a beat. Yeah. Were you nervous? Yeah. And yeah, I yes, said, yeah, no, you mentioned it. Yeah, I'm always a bit edgy oh, until always. he's got rid of it. But yeah. I think I think Scalacci, everything he does is a bit stupid. Do you but think, do you think Ebue will anyone buy Ebue? We must surely we can't have him playing at right back ever again. I mean, it's it's just an accident waiting to happen. And I find, I, I, I not right that, back, right midfield. All that play acting and all those histrionics trying to get the referee's attention all the time, just concentrating the match. He's just he's a bit of an idiot. That's the bottom line. He's the most he's, stupid player. He's a, he, there's no other contender he's a, really. He's a runaway winner. Monumentally thick. Yeah, a monumentally <laughs> thick award. Chris? Yeah, <laughs> nodding. Not even disagreeing. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, most idiotic place to be on the last day of the season. This yeah. is the award specially created uh, for Cesc <laughs> Fabregas. The Cesc Fabregas Memorial Award. <laughs> we, if it is to be his last game uh, for us. Dismantle the Church of Cesc and become humanists. <laughs> we might have a new player to worship next season. Yeah, well, you know, it's going to take some going. I thought the Messiah had come, and it turns out he's a bit of an idiot. Yeah. Um, Worshipping uh, false gods. Uh, false gods. False us idols. Jews have known about this for a long time. <laughs> Could have told you. you I could have told you, gone all Jewish. (laughs) (laughs) I should have said. I should have said. Yeah. False idols will come before you. Um, still, I hope he stays though. If, I hope he stays and plays thirty-eight games. If him and Robin, can you imagine if they play thirty-eight games and and um, Thomas Vermeilen? The spine. The spine. The spine. Been largely absent this season. Listen, you know what? I think we have to fundamentally have a rethink if we're going to play two up front. And Alex Song is going to be in that team. We've only got room for one central midfield player, haven't we, really? Yeah. And that is going to have to be Jack. 
in my opinion. Well, you could play. I think you could play Jack on the right. You know, he's playing the right for the reserves and cut inside on the left. He was quite lethal. No, I like Jack in the centre of things. I like him in the. I like him if right in the heart of everything. He's got such a brilliant touch. He was. St- he played. Stood up. I mean, good God, we played Barcelona. Fabregas, him, Xavi, and Iniesta. He didn't look any less good than any of them and you're going these are three World Cup winners there with like I don't know 400 caps between them and he looked brilliant that day well that's how good he is and I think it's a shame to waste him on the right well if he's going to play centre mid then we do need a three man midfield you feel because I don't know if he's physically strong enough to really be part of a two in there yeah well Uh, that's true but then when we won the league in 98 we kind of had a three really because we had Ray Parler on the right hand side and Mark Overmars really played much further forward alongside Anelka with Burkamp dropping off. And it was a bit of a 4-3-1-2 sometimes. I mean, yeah. Overmars played, he scored about 18 goals. Overmars was forward a lot of time. He didn't do a lot of defending. Parler tucked in a lot, yeah. didn't he? And and made a three with Vieira and, and Petit. And you're saying that Jack could do that job? And maybe we would do that, which was, which would mean having Nasri or someone like that wide with a brief to get forward more and then a, and then a, a three to tuck in yeah, a little yeah. bit. Maybe. I don't know. Arsene knows. I don't. That's for <laughs> we sure. We think he still does. But I would I'd like 4 4 2. I mean, I was, we've never won anything when we haven't been playing 4 4 2. I mean, with the exception of the George Graham's mysterious Cup Winners Cup tactics. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where, where he managed to find a place for people like uh, Ian Selly and Stephen Morrow and, you know, all good lads. And beat a team with. Good Arsenal lads, Brolin but they were and not against Faustino Gianfranco Zola. Asprilla and Gianfranco Zola, <laughs> is it? Hang on a minute. Somehow we beat them 1-0. Yeah. Without our talisman as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was stupid enough to get sent off, wasn't he? Mm. Or booked or whatever it was. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, at the Grand Prix instead of at Craven Cottage. Oh. Uh, isn't it controversial? Some of these um, award categories, by the way, have been suggested by people and emails and uh, messages on Facebook and Twitter and whatever, and um, we are failing to credit them. Um, right. That's too bad. There you go. Um, <laughs> this one, I think, is ironic. Uh, favourite board member <laughs> <laughs> well uh, do you know what I, I I have to say I did come up with this one and it is slightly ironic but at the same time I think it's worth a discussion because <laughs> because you know the board is where things may well happen in the summer oh, you know so you were trying to encourage them well I think let, let's, who's let's... the most generous and free spending of that board <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe David Dean's coming back. Maybe David Dean's Do coming think? back. Well, maybe Danny maybe he was Marnoff did for him on his deathbed. Yeah, selling yeah. his shares to Cronky. He did. He did. His dying act was to keep Dean out of the club. Yeah, I know. Well, that's I'm true. the only person saying this. It's, it's perhaps it sounds like it you know what you're talking about, though. Because <laughs> yeah, it was your two shares. All I'm actually doing is speaking ill of the dead. <laughs> <laughs> Along with okay. worshiping false idols, the two right. things to be avoided. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, of the three board members I sort of know, uh, I've always liked Nina Bracewell-Smith. <laughs> she's she's, she's got, gone. She's gone. She sold oh, her shares to Cronky. I liked her. She was sort of the sexiest board member, <laughs> she, in my opinion. She was the second wife of a shareholder or something. Was Is that she, what it was? She used to be his PA and married him or something like that. A slightly younger woman. Yeah. <laughs> right, OK. Yeah, and she, was, uh, and she owned 16% of the club. Fairly attractive. And then, yeah, inherited all that. Right, but now she sold them to Cronky. Uh, Cronky. Key. So we've got Kroenke and, and Usmanov, essentially, yeah. are the board, yeah. along with... Uh, Peter Hillwood Peter selling Hillwood. his shares. He's selling his shares. Is he going, he's, Peter Hillwood? Uh, he's going to stay on as chairman, no yeah. shares. Oh, by the way, last week I said I wrote to Peter Hillwood's father... Dennis. Um, Dennis Hillwood, um, 
we get we I think we got our Hillwoods confused. I certainly got my Hillwoods confused, and I in 1986. Um, because I was annoyed about Don Howe being sacked, or Don Howe left, and the treatment of Don Howe, etc., etc. Blah blah blah. Very boring. But someone sent me a tweet saying, "Well, how did you manage that when he died in 1982?" All oh, right. Uh, you must have had too many pints on Sunday. I didn't so understand that to, bit. Given you that wrote actually, to, uh, the podcast was recorded sober on Tuesday. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that's how drunk you I were. actually must have written and did write and have still got the letter, which I meant to bring here and I've forgotten. It's quite short and dull from Peter Hillwood. Saying, uh, saying, sorry for. Sorry about that. Oh, so it was Upset Peter. You. you, you wrote to our current yeah. chairman, yeah. the current chairman, the one who um, made a remark about the people who went on the walk to the Villa game, on this kind of little movement of protest about season ticket prices. Mainly, he said they were silly and stupid. Well, he was also the one who said, well, the, when fans who were protesting outside Highbury over the Don Howe thing, a few goals will now soon stop. Well, I mean, that there is a certain, a you know, what it is a bit dismissive. But we said all this. We said this last week. I, I, I just, I just think that the board is where it's at this year. And if Cronker decides to, you know, they sell whatever eight, eight pound jeans in Walmart, they sell enough of them, or we might get a new centre forward and a new centre half. And he's not going to put a penny in. He? I don't know. He's he spent money. He's put money into the club, hasn't he? I mean, he's. Bought sixty three percent of the shares. He's obviously splashed what, out a bit. What's going on there, though? To my mind, is that those people are just taking the money out of the club. I mean, that's the the growth in the value of the club comes under Arsene Wenger. When you get on the board, at Arsenal, like David Dean, for example, is the only one I know about. I think it cost him three hundred thousand pounds to invest and get on the board, mm. and they admitted him onto the board. Then he sold his shares for seventy five million after the Sky deal. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. So then you think, well, do you, should you really have? If you're a custodian of Arsenal, should you? Have that seventy five million? Can't you just get your three hundred grand plus whatever the going rate of interest would be? It's seventy five million quid. Well, no, that's not the way investment works. I know it's their shares, right? Yeah. I get that, it's, but it just made it left a bad taste. Well, me. it leaves a bad taste. A in the mouth. lot of money went out the club. Well, it does leave a bad taste in the mouth when our season tickets have gone up by about a thousand percent in the last twenty years, and the players' wages so much, and it's costing us a fortune. Of course, it all can, that is I'm true. I'm not expecting Dean or, or, or Fisman, RIP, or any of the rest of them to say, you know what, I've been offered. 10 million I'm, I'm going to take I'm going to take whatever five you know, half of it yeah and I'm leaving the rest in the transfer but I don't know I, just, yeah. just, I don't think they would that's what you would do but then you're a fan yeah I haven't sold my shares I'm keeping them <laughs> well wait until they accrue a bit more in value come and get me up as a cracky <laughs> so I'm just hoping that Stan is going to open up the purse strings is what I'm saying or Usmanov what's, his, what's he going to do now well I read that budget is 40 million including wages well that's what's that going to get you one player so wages is what it's guaranteed to be at least a million pound a year at least that's twenty grand. A no, week. I mean right. we're talking about a proper player. It's probably about four million pounds. Probably going to be more like forty or fifty thousand pounds a week. It makes me so, so furious how much these people get paid. The forty million pound it doesn't go that far. So if you buy a player for twenty million, at least ten million is going to go on a three or four year contract, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So therefore, that's so we can have two players. Uh, we could have one Vermeilen. And a squill archie. We're in the same position we were in last Before, year. Before. Unless we start selling some of these muppets. Well, we are going to sell players, aren't we? We sell, are going to sell, sell players. Sell, 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 sell. Sell to Nielsen. we got sell, 20 quid sell, there. Sell, sell, I'm looking... Oh, I'm just looking at the squad list. Sell, 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 <laughs> sell. Sell, keep, keep. <laughs> sell, sell. Too old. Unlucky. Sell. <laughs> Arsh Shavin, is he going to go? I think, well... I think Most assists. Yeah. Oh, he's got great numbers. Yeah, but the, the thing about him is, I feel like he's on a downward curve, and when they go, when they start to go on a downward curve, age twenty nine, thirty, 
they go, don't they? I mean, they just sells them. In general. Even players who then go on and win titles and European Cups like Vieira and Henri. Gilberto Silva, players Gilberto like Gilberto Silva go on and play a few more seasons at top level, playing captain the of Brazil. Brazilian right? national team, <laughs> Even yeah. Even when you're good enough to be captain of Brazil. Yeah. So we've got ex-players captain of Brazil. We've got an ex-player who's winning the league in Italy. We've got another ex-player who's winning the European Cup with Barcelona. And we bought Sebastian Squillard. But all of those players are too old. Too right? old. If I keep those players, I kill Danielson. Oh. Yeah, well, I'd be happy for that. We should maybe not have let them all go. Well, I, f- I think really with Henri and Vieira, it was inevitable they were going to go, but Gilberto, I thought it was a mistake. I thought they let those two go at the right time, as a matter of fact, but some of the others, maybe not. And Vieira went just at the time when we, most teams in the league changed from 4-4-2, which he destroyed teams at, because he was like one and a half players in himself. Yeah. And they, everyone suddenly went 4-5-1. And so he was outnumbered in midfield, and he was getting a bit slow for it. He lost his pace. I remember being at Selhurst Park, and he... I think we drew one all, but he, he was getting a bit run around by the Palace midfield because there were three of them and yeah. he wasn't quick enough to shrug them off. And I yeah. thought, oh, this is ridiculous. Patrick Vieira against Crystal Palace, he should have his eyes shut, yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, he went he went and won the FA Cup last week. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not really bothered about the favourite board member. I'm just saying, spend some money, Arsene. I'm adding my voice to oh, the yeah. many at uh, Craven Cottage and I'm not saying go in the red I'm saying I'm sell, saying, sell, I'm, sell, no, sell, no, sell, sell I'm saying go in the red alright <laughs> I'm saying do you know what let's speculate to accumulate a little bit it's not it's not it's not ICI this is football right this is not about it's not proper business well I get this I get this report right the financial report because I'm a shareholder do you yeah so the report in it is <laughs> should the bring chair- it along we should go yeah, through should it on the pod it's really boring and I don't understand it <laughs> oh okay uh, but the chairman's statement says we're proud to be um, competing I'm paraphrasing uh, for trophies um, even though we are living within our means right right. but we're not competing for trophies no we're not competing for trophies we, we competed for the Carling Cup we were in the final but we weren't competing for the FA Cup or the Champions League we were nowhere near the final and we were nowhere near winning the league in the end because with 10 end. games to go when we were in a great position to win it we bowled it yeah. Massively bottled it every Saturday, week in, week out. It's been going on for weeks now. It's been so depressed. That is not competing for trophy. That is the moment when Manchester United change up the gear. But they have, haven't that, they? That's when you the season starts you for Ferguson. Yeah, they all look fresher and stronger. And he quicker. just keeps rotating the squad and making sure they get through games, get get to get to February and be be in, in contention. Be in contention. And then they're all. It there. was very very difficult when you were playing against Chelsea and they were getting ninety five points. Yeah, right? that was impossible to contend with. Even even he couldn't beat them, and he still got close. But he still went on after Mourinho had a wobbly left, and they stopped getting ninety five points. He then trounced them four years out of five. They've won the league. Yeah, it's all about bottle. So no more signing players who have got none of it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm sorry. Nothing right. For, for, for a moment there, I imagined Arsene Wenger listening to this podcast. <laughs> In, in the off season, do you know what? Maybe in the off season he catches up with a Tuesday club. Yeah, but maybe he does. That's what he does. Yeah, of course. <laughs> when he's not watching the South American Under Fourteen Championship. Or no, something. it's a difficult. It's a difficult one. Um, what? Uh, the hotly contested award of goalkeeping cock up of the year. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I don't even know. I mean, this is one we should probably have prepped for because uh, there have been a number. There have been a number of goalkeeping cockups. All right. Well, let's go through the let's ones. Let's start that with we've Manuel Almunia, who's Manuel hardly Almunia. played this season. Let's start with Manuel Almunia against West Bromwich Albion. West Brom, I think. You know, home or away. Home or away. Let's start with at home. Um, yeah. He let one through his hands, didn't he? 
Hold that shot. Basically, we went straight at him and somehow ended up in the goal. Yeah. Even though he touched it. He was injured, apparently, for that one. Huh. He'd injured his hand or something, so he couldn't catch properly. Not injured enough. <laughs> and then there and was then the one away. of his classic... Uh, well, in that same game, he had uh, Here He Comes. Oh, here he, he comes. Out. There, where's he going? Where are you going? No, no! Oh, it's, in the, it's in the net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of them. That was in the home game. That's two in the home game. Then yeah. in the away game, he came out and knocked over Scalacci. You probably thought that was a good idea. In many ways, it was. <laughs> but he should have delegated In other that. circumstances, I would actually be quite happy with him doing that. That was pretty bad. They were pretty bad. Yeah. Are we going to blame uh, Chesney slightly for the Carling Cup? Um I don't know what happened there. To this day, I don't know what happened. When I saw the replay, it all happened quite quickly. But it did hit Chesney, didn't it? Well, yeah, it did hit him, but he was. But Koscielny was only about four yards Koscielny away. Koscielny sold him a dummy. It, essentially, and and but maybe Chesney called it. Maybe mm. Chesney shouldn't have even said anything. Just well, shut up and let him kick it. it. He's got to take charge of it, hasn't he? So rather than wait for it to bounce off him, he's got to grab it. So, I mean, he did cock up. They both cocked up between them. I'd have blamed, I'd have blamed Koscielny more for that one. Yeah, myself. I'll, I'll blame Scolacci. Uh, yeah, blame Scolacci. <laughs> uh, Fabianski against uh, Newcastle, wasn't it? When he came out and didn't get the ball and Andy Carroll beat him in the air and scored. Yeah. I mean, Andy Carroll is a lump, right? He's a massive, massive lump and he is very good in the air. But Fabianski is the goalkeeper and... Considering it, he has the highest standing jump of any yeah. goalkeeper in history. It's not as high as Andy Carroll. Not as high as Andy, even with his hands <laughs> in the air. So uh, that was a bit it's of a It's a contender, up. but it's nowhere near. For me, the runaway winner of this award is, uh, is the Hawthorns. Oh. Manuel Almunia at the Hawthorns. <laughs> Could be quite literally runaway winner. <laughs> It was so he bad. Was certainly running away from where he was meant to be standing. It was so bad, it was almost amusing, wasn't it? <laughs> That's how bad it was. We'd gone all the way to Birmingham and we almost laughed. And we did, in fact, laugh later on that evening at how rubbish he is. Laugh? I nearly watched the Arsenal. Yeah. I think that is the runaway winner. Chris? Yeah. Yeah, Almunia. Almunia. It has to be at against the at the Hawthorns, yeah. Uh, here's, a, here's a little... Um, Speculative category. A player you most like to see in a Tottenham shirt. One of our players. <laughs> again. And it's, uh, once again, two awards this year for Manuel Almunia. Yeah, I would like to see Manuel Almunia. <laughs> yes. I would like, very much like, if I heard that Manuel Almunia... There was a little rumour in the paper, one of the papers yesterday, that Nicholas Benton might go to Tottenham. Or to Nielsen. I'd take to Nielsen in a, in a, in a Tottenham shirt. <laughs> in Tottenham. That would be brilliant. <laughs> I, I would be well happy with that. <laughs> Any of our shit players (laughs) in the Tottenham shirt, in fact. I I imagine, when I saw this category, I imagine that this will be opened up, you know, across the world of football. (laughs) We don't need to. We've got five candidates (laughs) in our own first team. Who's the biggest idiot in world football you'd most likely see ruining their lives down down at the scum? Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, as you say, the top five candidates are in the Arsenal Would squad. Would be our lot. Would be our lot. I mean, we could probably look across the rest of the league and go, "Yeah, you maybe who's the fullback for Liverpool? Who's pretty rubbish? The uh, Konchesky. Yeah, I see he's not great. But you know what? None yeah. of them have that sort of no clown car sort of <laughs> feel about them that some of our defenders and players do. You know, a buoy, a buoy in a in a Tottenham shirt. Hilarious. We could boo him for real. He probably start scoring. Oh, stop. Kicking balls off the line, Stop. making last-ditch tackles. Saving things. Has he ever made a last-ditch tackle in his life? No. 
Well, she's here for my delights. Oh, it's a He's always there, isn't he? Who's, <laughs> ed- who's edited that away? Ibuwe, of course. <laughs> Ibuwe put his face in the way of that free kick. Nanny's clean around. through. Don't worry. Look who's coming back. <laughs> Wiped him out. Him out. <laughs> no. That's Any not. one of them in a Tottenham shirt, <laughs> all of them at the same time in a Tottenham shirt with their goalkeeper, Aurelio Gomez. If you did uh, Almunia and Ibuwe as a composite player, is that be the, would that be the worst composite player in the history of football? Remember when we, did, when we first did a Ibuumia. podcast a long time ago <laughs> I invited oh, yeah, the, the idea of composite players and the best one we had was Andre Arshavin with Nikolai Valuev <laughs> he's seven foot tall yeah heavyweight champion gorilla time, who was yeah. the world heavyweight champion right? who David Hay beat somehow well and he couldn't lift his arms it was so weird Goliath incident um, yeah, so our Shavin and Valley with was I thought this is going to be perfect, right? Yeah, because our Shavin's got all the football talent you could ever hope for, and then he's the size of Valuev. <laughs> <laughs> you lose nothing of his speed. Yeah, right? see, uh, you did say you that. lose nothing of his speed. I thought, is that possible? You take the best of each person, right? You put them together. A massive, right. big-headed so you take bloke. The best quick. of Almunia. Yeah, right. The best of Almunia. <laughs> the best of Almunia. Sorry, I'm just his sprinting speed. Which is he is a substitute. <laughs> <laughs> the best of Ibuya and the best of Almunia, and you put them together, and they're still utterly shit. They're actually worth less. I was going to say it's worth, the players worth less in combination. Oh my god! Do they play in goal or do they play uh, right back? Well, this would be the great, the great thing. About I mean, it doesn't matter. But still, give away penalties It'd be in the a last Andre because you wouldn't want him in either position. <laughs> yeah, really, would you? Would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So will we miss it? Bowie's um, sort of ability to get the dressing room. I don't you want know, anyone making trickster. Uh, listen, sort of ability. He seems like a nice lad, right? And we joke well, about him a lot, and we take the Mickey out of him. And we spoke a, to a him during the World Cup, and it was a nice lad. He seemed like a nice lad. Yeah. I don't like, you know, all that hanging around on the touchline at half-time. Hugging coming off. There was one game where Wilshire had got the ump with, I can't even remember who it was now. And he wanted to carry it on in the tunnel, clearly. And uh, he had to push a buoy out of the way so he could go and have a row with his opponent. The tunnel is for rowing with opponents. Yeah, it's not for Screaming hugging. at the ref. Not for hugging at half-time. Or looking smug when you're 3-0 up. Yeah. It's not for hugging and crossing yourself and... Uh, it gets on my nerves, frankly. I can't yeah. imagine Jack ever crossing himself, really. No. Doesn't seem like the time. No. So, uh, yeah, all right. So we're saying Almunia. So, uh, the player I'd most like to see in the top shirt is, uh, is Almunia, although they already have Gomez. Yeah, which is pretty good. It's pretty good uh, reserve. He's got if quite you like. a good cock-up ratio, but I do remember the game at the lane last year when he made the, some what? astonishing Him against saves. Robin Van Persie. Yeah, yeah. There were a couple. There was another one against Gallas or someone, was it? From ahead, I mean, it was astonishing. Yeah, no, he's a great. He can be a great goalkeeper, but he can also be utterly shit. Whereas Almunia can't be a great goalkeeper, but he can still. <laughs> Although be he did utter- st- save about nine one-on-ones in the new camp, but then they yeah, were but, four feet away. Yeah, but that's the thing. <laughs> he couldn't come out of his goal because they were too. They good. were on top of him. Yeah, so if they had uh, any sense, they'd have just. <laughs> They'd have drawn us up the field, yeah. knocked it over the top, and then said, let's see what the keeper does. Go on. Does. Hey, come. It's hey, like, come. It's like a PlayStation gone wrong. Watch him. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> there he goes. There he goes. And then Wenger sends on a sheepdog to get him back between the posts. <laughs> back in your pen. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, uh, who are you going for then? Um, Almunia. Again, yeah. runaway winner. It's a runaway winner. Yeah. So he's got two awards this year. Yeah. Congratulations, Manuel. Let's see who you're playing for next season. Uh, reasons why Barcelona won't sign Ben. Now we've done that. Yep. Uh, he's stupid. Uh, the, where exactly did we cock up the title this year award? 
What is the moment where we decided, you know what, we haven't got the bottle for this. Let's just cruise in to the end of the season. Well, in my opinion, games. you were there. I mean, you could say Wigan right early in the season when Scrilacci. I mean, when Wenger, in fact, did make eight changes to a team. And we go to Wigan. And we probably should have won anyway. It's a good shout. We should have won anyway. But even Sunderland and that penalty, that there were moments. But really, letting a four-goal lead slip with 22 minutes to go in any game, at any level, incidentally, is surely the, the moment when you think, this team ain't got the bottle to, to go the whole way. And uh, what I would say about the Newcastle game, and, and you're absolutely right in everything you say, but... Um, Diaby sending off was very important. And Giroud very getting influential injured. in the game. And, and Giroud. Giroud getting injured. It's no excuse um, that, you, that your substitute is Scolacci. He shouldn't be in the squad. No. Um, but they so they, losing those two players who were literally the biggest players in the in the team, but also they were both having very good games that day. And we had some bad refereeing decisions. And some shocking There was no way that was a penalty. Phil Dowd, God knows what he was saying with that second, that penalty it with uh, Rosicki. One of the joke. worst I've ever seen against us. But, and, but, and Czech Teoti, when's he going to volley in from 25 ever. yards with his left foot ever again? Well, I mean, the whole atmosphere in the stadium, so it was you all know, You feel like, hang on a minute, there's yeah. a few things going against us here and they've all gone in one game. Yeah. And actually, the first half, we were outstanding. We could have got eight or nine, and we were outstanding, but seriously... And we did after that. We did win our next two matches at home to Wolves and Stoke, and we looked good against Wolves. Uh, what did we beat Wolves? I can't remember. Oh, we beat them 2-0. Yeah, and we were sort of we held them at arm's length, didn't we? we it was you easy. Know. Easy wins. Stoke was a bit tougher. Good. Stoke was a bit tougher. Stoke tough was hard, and we started to look like we got off the ball there. But that's when I feel like all those FA Cup ties were starting to take their toll. Plus, cocking up away at Ipswich. That was that should have been a contender for embarrassing game of the season, by the way. I drove all the way to Portman Road, <laughs> took me four hours in a pissing rain, <laughs> and we were shit awful. We were bad. We were Shit bad. awful. And what it meant was we had to put the full 11 out in the second leg, yeah. rather than just coasting through when we should have been two or three. Yeah, but those. Leg. But you know what I would say about that: the full eleven in that second leg probably should have been the full eleven that played in maybe one more Champions League game, so he wouldn't have had to have Barcelona. Because I don't, we we'd only won three games in that Champions League when he started putting reserves in, and we lost the next three. And we ended up second in the group. We ended up having to play Barcelona in the second round. We did a so, lame performance against Shakhtar and Braga. And Braga and his teams that we, you know, Braga we stuffed at home. We absolutely stuffed them. And I watched them play against uh, who was it? Porto, and they were they're not that good. We should have had we lose there like that so do you I, think he'll do that next season priority I mean I think you know having said all of that um, there is a school of thought that says you're going to have to play Barcelona at some point get and it get it out of the way what's the point of trying to avoid someone good in the last 16 what does that get you it gets you in the last eight when you will get Chelsea or Man U or Barca or no, we'll someone have to place... a top top side and you, you know you know my thoughts on this get it out of the way Let's, uh, there's no point in trying to avoid someone so you can sneak through the, that's for Tottenham fans oh let's hope we get someone easier we can get through another round yeah. get through another round I don't it care is. about it. I don't care about getting through another round we got through all the rounds in 2009 we don't sit here going God remember that year remember 2009 semi-final hey wasn't that fantastic what a run we had no it was excruciating and and if, we got humiliated at home by, by Manchester United. United but if we'd have been competing for the league until the last game of the season I'd agree with you 
you know, but we got knocked out in the second round of the Champions League and then we just fell apart. Plus we drew Barcelona. I mean, that's that. That was unlucky. That's... We'd have had to have them at some point, but that was a bit unlucky. We so, could have had so the Schalke point, the point or is, someone. do you really go for it to win the group? If you really bust the gut to win the group, it might cost you points because that one of the hardest things to do, right? You go away to Donetsk. Right, and you come back and play a Premier League game at the weekend. Yeah, and they always say it's don't they? When you who have you got after that? And Ferguson makes a song and dance about it. If Man U have got even one away game in the Premiership after an away game in Europe, he gets the um. He gets the um. It's a big. Factor. And we had a few. And but Man United did so it. That was Man the United reason did it, and it. they've done it again and again. And Chelsea yeah. get through. We should be able to do it. Win your group and then put your kids in. Yeah, well, win the group. Yeah, you're right. If you've got four wins, then you can do it in because the last two games. You know, but that's so. the reason why, though, isn't it? And he probably yeah. thought that we were good enough to get a draw, at least, in those places, and we should have been. But we didn't defend but well we weren't, Braga. But I mean, it's it like you say, Champions League football is different again. And, and the, you know, too many of those kids in at the same time, and we look weak. So, no, win the group, then think about putting the kids in. Right, Squillarchi at Braga. That's right up there for one of the worst performances <laughs> well, Squilarchi in of any the game. season. So uh, you, you're where, saying Newcastle away. I, I think Wigan away is a good shout. Wigan away was a was such a now we just beaten Chelsea three one at the Emirates, and we then we drew two two with Wigan, having changed most of the side. Eight changes because let's remember there was three days after that we had to go away at Birmingham, which at the time. Look like a tricky fixture. And we stuffed them, didn't we? Yeah, because everyone who played in the Chelsea game came back and picked up where they left off. No, but then keep them playing at that time of the season. They shouldn't. They should be fairly fresh anyway. I know he's but concerning. Again, similar situation at Wigan. Let's not forget they were given a penalty. There was not a penalty. Yeah, but with our it first team, dive. we'd have been out of sight by the time. And plus the fact that again we're talking about personnel. Sebastian Scolari was playing that game. Scored no goal. A good goal. Yeah. <laughs> so and that was the game when Danielson had 142 touches. That was the one. And got dropped because every single one of them. <laughs> was he thinks he's playing rugby. The He'd be a brilliant <laughs> he scrum off. He cannot pass forwards. <laughs> so I would, I think Wigan, but if I had to nominate one, it would have to be Newcastle because I know the circumstances, all the rest of it, but I just thought you can't be giving away four goal leads. That, no. was, that was abject. It was. Even, even allowing for everything that happened. Yeah, that's... Do you know what a team with Tony Adams in or Martin Keown or any of those defenders? To me... Dave Seaman, we ga- wouldn't have let in four goals. To the game, to me, the game where I really knew it was the Hawthorns. Well... I really knew then. Well, because of the personnel. I just... Uh, well, as soon as they come up for a, headed a corner in... Oh, in the first minute. In the, in first, the first minute, when they, no one was talking to each other in the box and no one's organising anything and no one's challenged the bloke who's headed it in. They all look at one another. They couldn't even agree. It was still arguing about who was responsible for the poxy corner sort of, we gave away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the time... Well, we, we, I don't go away games for fun these days. I go away games because I think there's something on, right? Or I'm getting a free meal. Yeah. This is what I go <laughs> to away games. I've done my stint in the 90s. Bog yeah. off, right? Yeah. Well, We've all been there. So, Norwich so away next year. Thinking, Looking uh, forward Norwich to. away, yeah. <laughs> Delia's, get your reservation in. <laughs> I don't, actually, until I have, you bastards. <laughs> Just wait. Because we meant to have one at Cardiff, didn't we? For the cup final, we had a nice meal planned. Yeah. The plane, the, the plane got a puncture. A puncture. <laughs> and Keith's classic moment. <laughs> Air will fall from the ceiling. Oxygen, <laughs> will it? Oxygen will fall from the ceiling. Oxygen, you couldn't even pump up a tyre on the way up. <laughs> one Lesson. plane. You've only got one plane. Pundit of the year. 
but no van to speak of. Under the year, absent. <laughs> Don't bother voting for him next year. <laughs> Uh, so uh, where do we t- where do we screw up the title then? Was it A at Wigan, B at St James's Park, C at the Hawthorns, or D so- at the birth of Sebastian Squillardi? <laughs> Silent Chris, Newcastle, Newcastle, yeah, Newcastle. Yeah, that was the the game that told us we did not have the metal to be champions. And all of you who cocked up that day, hang your head in shame. Mm. Um, that leaves us with uh, no more awards. I mean, we've got the Sergio Busquets Award for the See You Next Tuesday of the Year, but yeah. that is traditionally awarded to Sergio Busquets. Although Danny Alves is a fine runner-up, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you say? Danny Alves. Definitely. Oh, oh, we've also, oh yeah, sorry, there's an extra award for the complete twat of the year. That <laughs> that's goes, quite hotly contested. That goes to Danny Alves. <laughs> so I think that's basically it, mate. That's it. What are you doing in the summer? Um... Not a lot. What are you doing? Oh, I'm doing a show. Hey, it worked. <laughs> there it is. It Do worked. You... No, don't say anything. They wouldn't have known. Oh, that was <laughs> brilliantly crowbarred in. I'm doing oh, a show. Are you? What are you doing? I'm what? doing, are you a, doing a one man. One man show at the other show. The, yes, it is a comedy show. Yeah. Yes, at the other belly. At the other belly. What, it's a, it's what's a big, that? It's <laughs> <laughs> too obvious. Too obvious. It's a big purple cow on the south bank. The you south may bank. have seen really? it. Really. If you go to my website, www.www.ianstonecomedian.co.uk and follow the links to the live shows, you will find... Well, you do now. I'm just letting people know. You will find... What's ever happened to... This is the box office number. What's ever happened to that? It's it's all all digital now, mate. (laughs) (laughs) What date is it? 14th of July. Thursday, 14th of July at 9 o'clock. I will be performing comedy. I'm looking at the calendar on my... All right. You coming? No, I can't make no. it. <laughs> Cheers. For what time? Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock in the Good slot. Yeah. As we say in Edinburgh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Thursday, got five. Thursday night. It's a proper night. It's a good night. Thursday night. Start the weekend. I don't think there's a Champions League qualifier that night. <laughs> oh, you never know. With us, there might be. <laughs> <laughs> and there might be. Uh, I did see today uh, that Fulham might have a Europa League qualifier on June the 30th. Really? Because they you know they're going to get in despite Zoltan Gira's shocking tackle at the weekend, uh, they, they, they're going to get in as fair play winners. Yeah. Well, it was either them or Blackpool, wasn't it? Yeah. Poor old Blackpool. Shame about Blackpool. Oh, I've got it for Blackpool. Mm. All right, mate. See you next season. See you next season. <laughs>